My guest today is a former chief clerk for the Montana House of Representatives, and she served under three different speakers of the House. She's currently a homeschool mom who got off the bench and onto the battlefield when she realized the need for wonderful children's books. And so she started her own bookstore. It's called Big Sky Life Books. You guys are going to love this interview. Lindsay Rogan-Dewey joins me on the show today, and we're going to talk all things books for children, her favorite Christmas books, and we even have a special episode for Happy Hour. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to meet you. I'm excited. A fellow homeschool mom, another off the bencher, a woman who's been involved in politics. You, we, you and I must have been separated at birth at some point. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's true. Let's jump into this because this is your first time, obviously, on my show. And actually, I have some of your books at my house uh, that are in my Christmas stash, which I will be talking about at a later uh, at a later time. But I'm excited that you're here because, like I said before, it's encouraging for me to be around people who are not just looking at the culture and wringing their hands and complaining on social media and, you know, uh, locking yourself up in your house, which you very well could. I mean, you live in a really beautiful part of the world. Uh, you're actually out there getting stuff done. And so it's interesting to me. I'm looking at your, you know, a little bit of your bio here. The former chief clerk for the Montana House of Representatives. You served under three speakers of the House. That's really impressive, which puts you at 15 years in state politics. Uh, you've got three children that you're homeschooling and you have founded Big Sky Life Books, which we're going to talk about. Super excited about that as really a non-woke non-broken alternative to all of the so-called Christian books that are being peddled to children right now in the culture. But let's start, let's start, I'm going to jump into politics because you know, it's me. I like to jump into things like, like that. Uh, Tell me a little bit about how you got into this and what is the role of the chief clerk of the house? Uh, Well, 15 years ago, I got into it uh, back, I was hired as a word processor, actually, back when they faxed press releases uh, (laughs) all over the state. So, I mean, the committee meetings were run with dictaphones back then. Isn't that crazy? uh, I mean, I took dictaphone when I was in high school and I thought it was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yes, back in the day. Now everything's streamed in real time. And um, yeah. and I just worked my way up. Being chief clerk of the house uh, was my dream job. And I just worked my way up to that. Uh, the chief clerk's uh, position, as you know, a bill draft goes through so many stages from idea to the governor's desk. I, there's so many different steps. And the chief clerk hires staff and is in charge of that process. So... The Speaker of the House appoints a chief clerk every session, and uh, and that's what they do. So I absolutely loved it. That's amazing. And yeah. and the fact that you were able to serve under three different speakers uh, speaks well to your character. And it sounds like, you know, they just enjoyed working with you because every new speaker gets the chance to fire the former clerk, right, and hire somebody <laughs> else. Isn't that true? Absolutely. And one of my speakers, I served under two different, well, for four years, and uh, he's now the attorney general in Montana. So uh, solid believer as well. A couple of them were. And and that is so, it's so refreshing to run the Montana House of Representatives hand in hand with someone who is a solid believer. It was great. How important is it for Christians to be involved in politics on one level or another? I mean, ob- it goes without, or at least should go without saying we should be voting. I mean, even in the last election here in Washington state, the voter turnout was absolutely abysmal. 
And there were certain parts of the state and certain parts of the district where they saw like a 15, 16% turnout, which basically says, you know, 100% of what's happening to us is being dictated by the 16% that actually turns out to let their voices be heard. But beyond the obvious, uh, you know, commitment and responsibility and duty that we have to participate in our system by voting, how important is it that we go beyond that and really kind of try to wrap our arms around what's happening politically where we live? Oh, it's crucial. It's going to affect your absolutely everything. And if if you want things changed, you absolutely have to get your foot in there and, and work to change it. And you've said it as well, you know, whether or not it's at the school board level or you're running for office and you're running for Congress, whatever you do, um, you know, sitting around the table and complaining about it or sharing your opinion on Facebook, it's not helping. You're never going to change someone's opinion on Facebook. Uh, so I absolutely agree with you. You've got to get you know boots on the ground. You've got to get involved. Learn the process. Learn what it's about and uh, make make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is. I mean, we really can make a difference. I think there's a lot of, you know, frustration and lethargy. Like, you know, the voters are tired. I heard someone say this the other day. You know, the 2024 races are coming up and people are like, wait, what? Didn't we just finish with the 2023 races? And I thought we just got done with 2022, which everyone knows is a garbage year for elections. How can we have to do this again in 2024? And like my friend Mike Ferris is always saying, the surest way to lose a fight is just not to show up, right? Not to show up to fight it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm already planning next year's election night party. It's it's going to be a big year. We have to absolutely be excited about it and spread the word and, and let people know, do not give up. Yeah, We need don't, to turn our country around. Yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. That's the last thing that we want to do. Are you still involved in government? I am, actually. Um, I... I resigned my position because I have three kids and I wanted to be home with them. I uh, loved my and how job. How old are they? How old are your they, kids? Six, three, and eight months. Oh my and goodness. I, you have littles. I do have littles. Oh, you're in <laughs> you're in the wonder years. I am. I am. And and they're such a joy. And I do love my job. I love the legislative process. So I'm now a house advisor to the House of Representatives. So that allows me to work remote and our sessions are only every other year in Montana. We're one of the few nice. states. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. What so would happen if Washington, D.C. adopted that model? Like every other year <laughs> you guys could get in there and screw our lives all up. But, you know, and on the off year, woohoo, you know. Get a real job. Yeah. Get a real job. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Get a real job. How did you transition from your role as chief clerk to owner of a children's bookstore? So in, in full disclosure, that's how I first heard about you. Uh, as I've spent the last, well, several years ranting and raving and trying to warn people about what's in our libraries, our, our, our library system, and I'm sure you're aware of this even in Montana, is ridiculously woke. It's very broken, run by the National Library Association, which is one of the most evil, corrupt organizations, I'm sorry, in the entire United States. It's right up there with the National Educators Association. And in fact, they work hand in glove with each other. Then you've got Scholastic. I'm, I'm old enough to remember when Scholastic Book Fairs, you know, they would send us those little, those flimsy little um, right. paper handouts and we would get, and we were so excited because you got to check on the back of the, of the form what books you wanted. And it was like Frog and Toad's Adventure. And it was all these great books, Amelia Bedelia and, you know, and now, I mean, Scholastic Books is garbage. It's absolute yeah. garbage. And you must have seen this because you've transitioned from a chief clerk to starting and owning a bookstore. Tell me, girl, how'd you, how, what happened? Well, honestly, you said get off the bench and into the battlefield, so I Holla. did. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we did. Um, you know, we had three kids. Our kids love books. We love bookstores and libraries. And we started realizing they're using children's books to push agendas everywhere. 
Yes. And you scroll you stroll around. My kids can't browse at the library anymore. Nope. We just do sort nope. of picked up pick up. But um also there are wholesome books. There's so many good books. We don't need to recreate. We just need to unbury the good books. Mm. So and grandparents, I talked to grandparents and they're like, well, I want to buy books for my grandkids. There's no bookstores around anymore. I'm got to go online. I don't know what's in the books. So mm-hmm. we thought, wouldn't it be great to have a one-stop shop? Everything's vetted. Everything's wholesome. These are the good, the old classics, the new ones. They're wholesome. They're full of character traits. And parents and grandparents can feel safe just ordering from there. You know, the work's been done. Yeah. So now you're, you're throwing a word around that we don't hear often, Lindsay, and that word is wholesome. Like no one talks about it. You know, we, Opie and Andy used to talk about it, right? It was kind of a Mayberry thing, but you've got, you would describe the books that are in your bookstore. In fact, you guys sent me some and they're wonderful. They're just wonderful. The stories are rich and engaging. I, somebody sent me a story not too long ago. It was an example of a reader from the public school. And aside Mm -hmm. from the fact that it was just, you know, woke, you know, uh, sexualized garbage, the story was just so stupid. I told my husband, I'm like, this reminds me of pornography for children. Like we all know that pornos don't have a story, right? Because it's not about the story. And I feel like that's true of a lot of children's books today. The stories are so lame, you know, because they're really trying to push an agenda, but you guys have found really beautiful life-giving stories. How do you define a wholesome book and, and choose what you're going to carry in your store. Hey guys, it's Christmas. And if you're looking to make a real impression on your wife this year, I've got just the thing, pull-out shelves. These have improved my kitchen experience 100% because I can actually see what's in my cupboards simply by pulling the shelves out. It's amazing. Pull-out Shelf Northwest has the best prices on pull-out shelves and consistently beat their competition. Each pull-out shelf comes with a lifetime warranty, is made of solid wood with dovetail construction, and comes in maple, oak, or cherry. The shelves are custom-made and installed by the owner of this small Camas Washington-based company. Just for the listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast, the owner, Brad Schram, is offering to stamp the inside of your shelves with a verse from the Bible, Proverbs 24, verse 3, and he'll give you $50 off your installation just for the privilege of doing it. Call Brad today at 503-504-7050 for your free estimate and support a local faith-based company this Christmas while you give the gift that will keep on giving, Pull-Out Shelves. Visit Pull-Out Shelf Northwest for more information or call Brad today at 503-504-7050. We are living in troubling times, and I believe that our kids need a solid moral foundation that starts at home. Kids need their parents and grandparents to be their source for truth in these confusing times. And with a little intentionality, you can make a huge difference in the lives of the little ones God has placed in your life. Brave Books can help, and it's a perfect gift going into Christmas. The books included in their family subscription will bring your whole family together. You'll get a new book delivered every month that teaches the important topics of critical race theory, the Second Amendment, and family. The books come with corresponding family activities and lessons that your family can use as a theme throughout your home all month long. Brave books are books your kids will love, and you'll be happy to read them over and over, which is exactly what happens with kids when they love the books you're reading. Go to bravebooks.com right now and use the code HEIDI for 20% off your Brave Books family subscription. That's bravebooks.com, coupon code Heidi. 
Yeah. Well, we read hundreds and hundreds of books um, and we choose books. When someone reads one of our books, we want them to come away with a child wanting to create and build and explore. Yeah. And we want their imaginations ignited. Um, we also want them to see positive character traits demonstrated and they learn and they have a great joy of reading in the midst of it. So mm-hmm. anytime there's, and this is a lot of them, anytime there's bad attitudes in a book, there's disrespectful kids, disrespectful parents even, we mm-hmm. just say no. Um, even things like the woke agenda or simply inappropriate things that children shouldn't be exposed to. Mm, there's an oh, idea. There's yeah. so many. You can, you, can, you can actually safeguard. I think it's really important for parents to know. Uh, you can safeguard your child's innocence. I mean, and honestly, that is yeah. a huge part of the job of a parent, especially when your children are little. And Jay and I have said this you know, many times raising our children for the last 30 some odd years. You know, our job as we see it is to get our children to adulthood with as little regret as possible so that they don't look back and go, gosh, I wish I hadn't had that experience or boy, I wish Mm -hmm. I hadn't known this before my mind and my heart was ready to understand it. Right. And that's a large part of what you're doing in curating these books. Absolutely. Just let them be kids. And we say we're preserving childhood innocence one book at a time. We're just, Mm. there's so much that doesn't, you know, fluff books or just inappropriate books. So um, we have declined books. People, you know, we have small authors that say, hey, check out my book. Can we add it to your store? And uh, and we have declined some um, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. because we have a really high standard of what we do carry. Mm -hmm. So, and we would congrats on writing your first children's book. We would love to take a look at that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Actually, there, I have a, there's another one that I'm, I've got a kicking around in my in my head. Uh, but my first book's coming out from Brave here in just a couple of weeks. Right. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, it's exciting. It's funny. My daughter, I've been talking to one of my daughters about um, illustrating for me because I really wanted okay. to talk about identity, but in the form of a story and a really rich story so that um, especially children can see, wow, you know, God made me special and I'm special. I was special on the moment that he decided now's a good time. I think I'm going to give you to Jay and Heidi St. John. You know, I think those guys, yeah. uh, I'm going to give you to them and just such a, such a beautiful thing. But you guys have a really unique scenario there, very different from like Barnes and Noble or any of these places. I mean, you can't go to Amazon and look for a children's book without getting flooded with all kinds of garbage. And in fact, Amazon is refusing to carry a lot of the wholesome books that we are just like, why don't you carry this book? And why don't you carry that book? It's because they have an agenda. So how are you, what sets you guys apart from other bookstores? Yeah, that's very interesting, actually, because when I was doing the research for our bookstore and what to carry, I found a lot of wholesome book lists, a lot of them on Instagram, and they were all linked to Amazon. Like, well, I love the books. I would love to purchase this collection for Christmas, but I don't want to support Amazon. Um, Right. So what makes us different is I believe, to my knowledge, we're the only bookstore where you can search for books by character trait. So if you go on our main website, you see courage and perseverance and patience and obedience and um, all of these things you can click on and find real great stories for each one. Um, And so I know you were talking to Kathy a couple of weeks ago about building character in our kids. And that just was so great because we can tell our kids, oh, be patient, have courage, you know, be resilient. But how great to read amazing stories where those character traits are demonstrated. And and even down to siblings that get along with each other and respect their mom and dad. What? What? And love each other. And we're demonstrating the very things in these books that we want in our homes, that we want in our kids 
And our kids desperately need these, as you know, these character traits as they grow up to literally conquer the world and change it, right? That's what we need. Yeah, Yeah. we do. And it's more important, I think, now than it's ever been because there is such a direct uh, aim being taken at children. And in fact, I have never seen anything like this, just the, um, the, the, blatant. They're not even hiding it anymore. They're just targeting children. And we have an opportunity to really fight back. And especially, you know, you come into the the Christmas season and uh, all throughout the year and parents are looking for books for their kids. And we're trying really hard to get away from these woke companies. It's very hard to get away from Amazon. I have to say, I still buy mm-hmm. stuff from Amazon. Uh, but if I can find some place where I know, hey, A, I'm going to be supporting a Christian company and B, they're gonna, they've already done the legwork for me. So I know when I get onto their, their website, wow, I don't have to wonder, is this a good book? Is this a good story? You know, right. can I leave my kids alone in a room uh, so they can read it? Because you guys have already yeah. answered those questions for people that come to your bookstore. But I, I want to ask you something a little bit different because, you know, people ask me a lot about being an author myself. I just finished my ninth book and, uh, and traveling and speaking. And obviously, I am a working homeschool mom. And I have been for a very long time. And some days are, are harder than others. And, and there certainly have been seasons where, um, where I have had to just sort of pull back from the business aspect yeah. of it and really focus on my children. But it's a pretty, I mean, we're, we're striking uh, sometimes I think a difficult balance. I had the owner of Purinata Cosmetics on my show, and she's also a homeschool mom. And we were kind of talking about how do you balance being an entrepreneur, because that's what you are an entrepreneur and a businesswoman. You're the Proverbs 31 woman. She was a bit, that woman, that woman was knocking it out of the park, man, with her, you know, with her buying fields and all the things. Uh, Tell us how you have balanced that because I think that there are women listening to this or maybe couples listening that, or maybe even an older teen who's going, you know, I'd like to have my own business, but I don't want to, I don't want to do it at the expense of my family. How do you balance being a homeschool mom and having your own business? Right. Oh, it's definitely busy. It's definitely busy. Um, we we sell over 500 titles. I work with over 50 different publishers. It's it's a lot. But I think I chose the best small business, be, with especially with small children, because research for my business is literally reading books to my children. Nice. So, I mean, we recently added 200 new titles to the store. And I would just that, sit next to a huge stack of books every day. Come on, kids, pile on. We're going to, we're doing research. And every time a book order comes in, you know, it chimes, they yell, praise the Lord. And they, you know, march the book over and over to get a label on it. And it's a family affair. They love it. And my husband handles all the tech side of it. Um, we're, we're a really good team that way. So we do late nights. We, you know, we have a rest time every day for the kids. Okay, this is important. I'm going to stop you because I think it's really important. Okay. Yeah. This idea, I mean, you just said you do late nights. Some people ask me sometimes about writing my first book and I tell them I wrote that book at like two in the morning. You know, I, I, <laughs> sure. I, you know, when I'm up late at night or I had a nursing baby sitting on my lap or whatever, and all the kids were in bed, I think it's so important that parents, especially mothers, understand that if you have to choose, you choose your children, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're forced to choose, and I think this is the culture so antithetical to what God says in his word, that we honor what God says is the most important thing. And it sounds like, and you know, for, for women especially, because God's given us the domain of home, right? And of raising children, Uh, I realize I'm speaking in generalizations, but I think that's a biblical principle and we don't talk about it enough, that that really is the job of women that God has ordained for mothers. And yet 
you can still do these things, but it it takes effort. And when you say, man, I do a lot of stuff late at night, I'm just like, ding, ding, ding. Man, I resonate with that because that was our life. And it still is in many, in many cases. Of course, I only have one child left at home now, but we're we're and we're just now starting to not work, you know, burning the midnight oil. But for many years while I was raising children, that's what we did. And I think the Lord honors it. Absolutely. And I also um I also think it's good for kids. I mean, my kids see the reading the books and the packing the book orders side of things, but I don't want them to see uh, me on my phone uh, creating Instagram posts and Instagram reels. I don't want them to see that. We also Mm -hmm. choose to not put our kids on the internet. Mm -hmm. So so it is trickier, absolutely, in this day and age, but absolutely. I mean, there are some sleepless nights. My little guy is teething and, you know, there's a little bit less book business work and a little bit more rocking yeah. in the rocking chair. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. absolutely yeah. I agree. It's so important. And I, and I, I guess this idea, and I, I so love that you're doing this because I want my listeners to, and we've got a code for everybody. So at the, as you know, um, we're going to give them a code so people can get 10% off their orders from you. But I'm hoping absolutely. that my listeners who are like looking for books, I feel like books are like the best Christmas gift ever. I give books to my kids every single year for Christmas. And I, it's an opportunity for you to sow seeds that are life-giving and also to support a homeschool family that's making a go of it. So I'm really excited for you and just, I mean, frankly, I'm just excited for people in general to have an option for wonderful books besides trying to figure out what's what on Amazon and hoping that you just, you know, that you hit the nail on the head when really you know, they can, they can frame it any which way that they want to. But for the next several years, because you're old, how old is your oldest again? He's six. Six. So I love that yeah. you're in the wonder years. Oh, it's, I love <laughs> the wonder years. It's before they wonder if you know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, your kids are just like, hey, my mom, she knows what she's doing. But I am really excited for you. If people wanted to go to your website, um, tell us the website and then talk to us about a discount code for listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast. Then we're going to come back for happy hour and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about your family. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's bigskylifebooks.com and Big Sky Life Books on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, and the discount code is Heidi10. So we are stocked. We have, we're a fully stocked store ready for Christmas shopping. You, you know, the work's been done for you. So, and then if anyone needs help, you know, a grandparent or a parent that wants the perfect book for their child for Christmas, just send me a message and I'm always helping folks find that perfect book. So happy oh, to do I that. Oh, I love that. I love that. Years ago, um, we there is a, there is a store in my neck of the woods. It's called Powell's. And I used to love to go there. It is a giant bookstore. I mean, I think it takes up like a city, a full city block, but it's so full of garbage now that, I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's like, you can't walk into the store and not just be assaulted with, you know, images and, and, and book covers and posters and the whole thing. And I love that you guys are coming up with an alternative so that parents who are kind of grieving the days when we could just go to a bookstore and take our kids and just let them wander. You really can't do that anymore. And uh, I love, I love what you guys are doing. So, uh, Lindsay, we're going to, I'm going to give this discount code, obviously, to the listeners of the show, and then we'll come back for happy hour. But again, it's Heidi10 at checkout, correct? And then they get 10% off of their order. And then is there a way for people to contact you directly at your website? Uh, Yep, there's a contact us or through Facebook and Instagram. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And uh, Merry Christmas to you. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, that business grow and grow over the holiday season. 
It's been such a joy. Thank you, Heidi. You're welcome. If you want more information on today's guest, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. And I will link back to all things related to the show to Big Sky Life Books. You guys, check it out. You are going to love these books. I'm telling you what. Uh, Lindsay sent me some books last year, and they are among my favorites. I've already been reading to my grandkids this year. You guys are going to love it. And I hope that you will take the opportunity to support a small business, a homeschool family. And uh, let's see if we can't give Amazon just a little run for their money in the book department this Christmas. Thank you guys for listening. I will come back in just a moment for those of you who are subscribers to the show. And we're going to talk a little bit more with Lindsay about how to pick a good book and how, uh, and some titles of hers that are favorites for kids who are little all the way up to the teen years. So come back for that. And everyone else, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith.